0: what's up everybody and welcome to episode 68 of the beanball podcast uh, we are your host alan and alan what's going on everyone <laughs> what's up man
1: man it, it feels weird not have to look at my phone or anything about some baseball <laughs> doesn't It. it's already it's like it's day one and it's like feels weird already
0: yeah man uh the season definitely went by pretty quick um not as uh, quick as it, last year yeah definitely not as quick <laughs> as last year i mean man what a time to start, right? <laughs> right.
1: Man, but it you know, it's very interesting what the season has became. you know, long season. But here we are, was it November third and the season's over. Yep. So I guess we go right into it by like, you know, what a season, it's you know, ups and downs, you know, hopefully it's our regular break. This off season, no extended break from the CBA, <laughs> yeah, going on and stuff. But hopefully, we're back in you know February seeing baseball. But I guess we gotta come out and say it, even though it's a little painful to say. Yeah,
0: man. Uh, congrats to the World Series champions, the Atlanta Braves.
1: Congratulations.
0: Um, it's it's cool. I mean, you know, uh, you know my my thought on it. I'd rather see them win than the Astros, and um, probably most of America. Yeah, um, the, you know, it's, it's it's a tough one to swallow because you know our boys, the Mets, they were doing their thing all the way to the All Star break. Yep. And and then after the All Star break, sometime in July, I think the Braves had like a 04 percent chance of, of of winning it. They were like they were they were you know losing. They had a, a terrible record, not five hundred. Yeah, under five hundred.
1: Under five hundred. You just lost your star. Absolutely. You're, arguably, you're probably your number one pitcher. Also, you lost. So you're looking at everything like there's no way you're in third place you know yeah yeah acuna it's... was
0: out you lost azuna <laughs> yeah uh, and, and then you lost a pitcher um and then you know they did well at the trade deadline what else to say
1: yeah um it literally has shown you a blueprint now what the braves did that never give up <laughs> right like retool like like you lost an outfielder and you replaced it with four and the guys they went out and they didn't give up much like one of the trades was for uh was it um the panda like an aging veteran (laughs) exactly which now he has his fourth ring because he was with the team for 69 games so technically he is getting a ring yeah but it's it's insane like those little trades turned out to be and that one particular i think was one of the mvps of the postseason for them i can't remember which one exactly was a solar i think it was because literally they cut panda right when after like the day after or something but like it was pretty much a salary dump whatever but it's insane now looking back at that like that was a deal that and look what he did for the braves
0: right and, and i can just imagine you know if you look at the payroll differences, like when you talk about like the Dodgers and stuff like that, then, then we're talking about the Braves who are probably nowhere near that. Um, and, if, and if they are, the people no. who are high on the pay scale uh, are injured. Like Acuna Jr. I don't even know if he got his payday, but I'm just saying like they're better players. I mean, like Acuna,
1: remember Acuna and like um, Ozzy are all on team friendly right, deals. Right, right, right. Um, I'm, let's see, I'm pulling it up. I can't remember exactly. Well, this is next year. I don't think it's going to... It's still loaded, but it was... They were not top 10, I'm almost certain. Exactly, was, like, right. Like, no way that, like... I'm actually kind of curious who – I think Freddie was probably the most expensive player, and he made $22 million last year okay. or this past season. Well, you now. know what? And he
0: deserves it, man. Yeah. Freddie Freeman shows up, and he shows up big. Uh, he is definitely one of the best players on that team. And,
1: and I'm kind of happy for him. You look at the players and, and stuff there on the team, like I'm happy for him. I'm disappointed that we didn't see Acuna mm-hmm. in the World Series. You know, hopefully he goes he back healthy and stuff. And But it shows what this team has been building, four straight division titles. Um, you know, and then their manager being with the team since the seventies as a minor league player and working his way up. Of course, this is the year after Hank Aaron passed away. So they won it for him. They're going to take the title, the trophy to Bobby Cox's house when they get back to Atlanta. Like it's just so, and it's insane when you think about it, like Atlanta Braves, like mm-hmm. especially the history of them winning so much in the nineties, they only got that one. And technically this is only their second world series as the Atlanta Braves. They won one in Boston, Milwaukee, and Atlanta, of course, in 95, and now they got their second title in Atlanta. It's it's good to see it. And now with Atlanta winning, what is it? I think half of the 30 teams since 2000, I think 2000, 2001, have hmm. won a World Series. So out of the 30 teams, 15 have hosted a the title okay. these last 21 years, with only the Red Sox repeating of course, Giants, mm-hmm. and the Cardinals.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, another cool thing about this uh, about the Braves winning is that Jock Peterson won back-to-back years. Back-to-back. That's crazy. He won with uh, Dodgers the last Dodgers last year. And nobody expected a Braves. Signed with
1: the Cubs this year and got traded. Right, and isn't that crazy? Back and now you got another title, the Pearls and all.
0: Man, another, another uh, cool thing that I thought was uh, one of their pitchers um Tyler Matzik what a good story man yes uh I I don't know the the entire story because I haven't followed him that much but I do know that he was drafted in the first round in 2009 uh he made his ML debut in uh 2014 I believe he was with the Rockies at that time but then after that he he got cut and he might have played some minor league ball I think he played independent ball for a while and now he's back on the roster 2020 2021 and a champion yeah it's like never give up on your dreams, man. That's it, that's a, that's it's the overall have.
1: what this team you know has accomplished because their innings pitched this, especially this World Series. Mm-hmm. You believe in your guys, they had more innings with their relievers than their starters, and their relievers had a better era. Yeah, they did. Um, who the was gu- it? A mentor, their, their mentor guys they're good? they committed to, they trusted, and they went out and did their jobs those games, <laughs> like. All right, let's see. It's finally loading. Braves were the ninth highest payroll at 134.
0: Okay, okay. Well, they're, still. They're
1: under us and above the Reds. All but right. Astros were the 11th at 120.
0: Okay, cool. Okay. So. um,
1: But, man, like, this Braves team, you know, and especially we've been seeing them for years, this AAA teams and stuff growing, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They don't have that many people leaving. Um, but so, but the, the most interesting thing is that we have talked about before we started recording this is the people who have called these world series. You mentioned someone oh, back in 2016.
0: Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's it crazy. That's that, insane. Because Alan was telling me about somebody uh, who called it this year. Yeah. He called it on opening day. Who, who Trevor,
1: uh, um, I'm terrible Ploof? at names. Plouffe. Plouffe? He, he does know. the talking baseball with John Boy. He was a he was a he, previous player. Yes, he was. So on opening day, he called it Braves over Astros game six.
0: Nice, man. That's crazy. On opening day. So they brought him on. I think March I was 31st. watching a
1: clip, I think, recently because, you know, if they get it done, they asked him, like, you know, this is insane. Like, it's it, he's, you know, it's on whirlwind, but they asked him, do you want to know how much you would make, <laughs> would have made if you did a bet? He's like, sure. I w-, I like, yeah. So if he put down a thousand dollars on that day when he uh, did that, the pick.
0: But with that exact scenario? Exact scenario. Okay. okay.
1: Thousand what, dollars what he would have put down. Uh huh. The payout would have been twenty five point I think it was six million dollars.
0: What? Oh my gosh. That is crazy. It's gotta hurt a little bit, probably. It's gotta hurt a little bit.
1: But it's insane. But your story, is uh, yeah. Even a little I mean, boring. if
0: this guy would have put money on it back in uh, 2016, um, this there's only only explanation is this guy must be a wizard man or a time traveler. Um, the guy by name by the name of Cole Rogers, he had a tweet um, on October 25th, 2016, where he predicted this exact scenario. Uh, the tweet goes something along the lines of, um, "Let's see." He basically said. 2021, when we graduate from college, it's going to be the Astros and Braves, and the Braves are winning in six. Save it now. And his friend's like, all right. And then he followed up and says, I can see it now. 2021 World Series champions, Atlanta Braves. 2016, he called this in six. How crazy is that, man? Like
1: 2016. Who was that that year? Hmm. Oh, Cubs year. Oh yeah, right after so that, right after the So it was right win. right during the the Cubs World Series run that year, like during the actual World Series when yeah. they tweeted that to he, end that curse, and then now he called the Braves. Can't
0: even, I mean, let alone call it this season, call it that many years ago. Yeah. It's like, uh, man, what if? What if you would have put money on that one? I mean, we're talking.
1: I couldn't even know what the odds were possibly. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Predict that right? I don't Rid- know if anyone would have took it. Exactly. Because that's just, God. Five years. You're talking like <laughs> you no, know. but. You know,
0: yeah, I mean, it's crazy to to think of people predicting these kind of things, but, anyways, um, what what are our final thoughts on this World Series? The
1: final thoughts is like the Braves showed you the differences, home runs matter. They hit nine, or no, they hit, I think, 11 compared to Astros, two, Mm -hmm. and especially this team. We thought the Astros have one of the best offense, and we talked about last week. Yeah, we were kind of the big three needs to step up, and a, they
0: didn't right. And we were kind of low balling the Braves a little bit because we were saying the hitting power if they can versus get to their the bullpen pitching, and stuff. Right. And um, and when speaking of pitching, one of my final thoughts was um, the game, the last game Max Freed through, uh, game six, I thought was incredible just because based on the fact that he got in trouble early. They were yes, that first they had, inning they had two runners on. It was no third, outs. Third, oh yeah, he got, he got, got out did, of it.
1: I was like, okay.
0: And then later on, I mean, we were like inning uh, seventh inning, and he's only got like 70-something pitches. I was like, this guy pitched a jet. And I think they still pulled him too early. I agree. But it worked they, out. They, yeah, it worked. And you gotta, and you got and like you said, their bullpen's been a key in this uh, uh, World Series run. They get so. to a
1: guy that got, got the outs
0: and – but yeah But yeah Max was dealing man
1: Max we've seen this year Like <laughs> I is was, dangerous I, I was
0: worried I was thinking look man If these guys get on him like, Because it's the first inning Because they, I was they was did get like, on him game, yeah. game two Right
1: and like I'm like, oh no, here we go again. Yeah. Like they yeah. got to him early last game. They got him out early. They Had to go to bull. That's Look, when they stretched that bullpen real
0: thin. They thought like if they could have capitalized on their success from the first inning against Max, uh, it might have been a whole different story. Because when you go to Game Seven, man, there's a lot of things up in the air. Yes. Because um, it's kind of like clean slate. I mean, when you're down We're, two and you so, got to fight yeah. back, it's different. But the good news is the Braves they they answered, man. I mean, they yeah. put up a seven spot. And then he put a, yeah. They gave him a donut.
1: Solaire, you know that that monster, which. That was more the pitching fault for giving too much pitches. Yeah, he was timing that thing perfectly. I mean, what
0: was it an eight pitch at bat or something, something like that? Something ridiculous. Um, like he's timing it. Thing and sure enough, that, yeah. that
1: one low ball he, where he likes it.
0: You know, there's gonna be a mistake, and when those happens, the the hitters and, usually cap.
1: And then Freddie add to it.
0: Yeah, no, Freddie Freeman, man, I. I am a big fan of his now, man. You know, I, I liked him in the past, but you know, he's not on our team, so we don't really root for him. Yeah. But what I see him play in this postseason in the World Series, uh, the dude is the real deal. Especially and he's, he's after that key.
1: home run, you think now you have a five nothing lead. Yeah. The motions he was on because hitting the world, you know, in a World Series that now you're up five nothing, you're now outs away from a, being a World Series champion, and you just. And, Of course, when he did catch that ball, he threw that thing in the back pocket. <laughs> they asked him when he was. I'm um, talking to Pedro and them on the field. That where's the ball? He's like, it's in my back pocket. It's been mm-hmm. authenticated. They don't know what's doing it. What they're doing with it still, but he made sure to save that thing.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, another another key thing I liked from uh, the takeaway from this was uh, Darno got a ring. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, he still can't throw anybody out. I've nope. seen that. But his hitting, home runs. his hitting came alive in the World Series because the the previous. A series, he was kind of struggling. Yes. He was only there for defense purposes. Yes. But the World Series, he earned his keep.
1: Yep. Yeah. And remember he missed majority of the season with that shoulder injury and stuff. So remember last year he was one of their best hitters in the Regular season and playoffs yeah, last year. No, he did great. So with the injury, you showed like, and this is something we thought Mets gave up too early on. It showed in Tampa Bay when he settled there and had a great year. That's when he signed that deal with Atlanta.
0: Right. Well, we always said he was a decent hitter. We just we needed our pitchers need somebody who can throw people out. Although he did gun a guy out, they just did not catch it and tag him because yeah. he he had him in time. I can't remember who was stealing the base at the time. Uh, speaking of stealing bases, don't forget guys, tomorrow you get your free taco. taco. <laughs> taco day <laughs> taco Ooh. anyways um yeah so that's pretty cool man you got any other takeaways um it's
1: you know it always is not worried about the money you can find those key guys especially the, like we said about the guys they picked up for nothing and you look at these guys these were just role players you know you know on terrible teams got the right scenario and then possibly can earn them some money we'll see what happens this offseason but it's a great story, yeah. All man. around it could change baseball, just like how the Oakland A's, how they first did the money ball. Like, this could be something where people might be more of a buyer now. Come the trade deadline next oh, yeah. year,
0: if it's, yeah, because you're never counted out, yeah. I mean, I know the Mets are notorious for losing big leads, but it could happen in another division, yeah. But yeah, they definitely prove that, uh, you guys, if you guys don't give up, you can all but key guys. Win. You can, we're talking about July, we're near, we're halfway especially, through the season. It's not like it's like okay, we're probably
1: selling, like, you think. And then your team goes out and gets four players that gave you a confidence boost. Like they still believe in us, and they went and got played six hundred baseball yes. the rest of the. Think way. about
0: it. You lose one of your best players, and you guys are buyers, and you're trying to compete still. Yeah, that's grit. Um, speaking of that, it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if they already voted or not, but I, you know my vote now is got to go Coach of the Year. It's got to go. Nah, to that's already all done. Yeah, well, I don't. You know, I'm just saying, man, he absolutely earned it. You yeah. can't deny what he's done this year. Absolutely not. Yeah, but,
1: you know, it's going to go to Giants. We already know that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, back in the time, that was absolutely it. Yeah. But, but if you base it off of what happened result-wise after the and then, of course, All-Star you know, break. <laughs> it,
1: it's a great story. And then I think they're sending his jersey to the Hall of Fame. They, I saw the list of all, like, certain people's stuff. And it's going to be on the display and stuff. But all are all good series. Yeah. Um, I was hoping seven. Of course, we all hope a seven. Yeah. But still six. I
0: wasn't hoping for seven. I don't want to get that close.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that can be <laughs> anyone's game. But, you know, it's cool. Like, I thought, God, you know, Braves were very close of finishing out at home. You know, it was dangerous territory. Then everyone started getting that uh bad memories of Atlanta fans of blowing leads, especially with the Braves last year blowing oh, a yeah. 3-1 lead yeah, to the 3-1. Dodgers. Yep. You're like, oh, no, here we go again. But – they finished it. 7-0. World Series champions, your Atlanta Braves. Congrats, guys. S- Connect. So the next thing you know is like what's next for the Astros now? You know, what sound like in the post, you know, game press conference that uh looks like Carrera already checked out. Like he already kind of kind of gave me a Garrett Cole vibes <laughs> from 2019, where he already switched. He didn't have nothing Astros on. It was more Scott Boris's company hat. Like, uh, yeah. like he was already in. Like, I'm not a part of the Astros no more. So Carrera kind of came off like he already knows
0: what I'm about to get paid this all season. Okay, so yeah. With that being said, do so. Where where do they go from here? So I I guess we're gonna have a team that's gonna they have enough key guys. You know, not like the Dodgers. No, yeah, not like the <laughs> Dodgers. But
1: you've seen that the young pitching the Astros got—they're—they're they're good. Yes, they're going to lose Verlander, even though he was out this whole year, and Zach Greinke. Greinke is out, and Greinke said he does want to play again, but he most likely prefers a NL team. I'm like, okay, different. Okay, maybe because he wants that hit, because you know, two two hits in the World Series, but we we don't know. CBA is going to change that probably.
0: So I guess the good news for the Astros is that even if they do lose players, like you said, they got guys who are stepping up. They got veterans who are still gonna be in and the clubhouse. They have
1: prospects that are doing well, exactly. so they can easily, you know.
0: So the best thing they got going for them is they're not in the toughest division. No. Even though their division's getting better.
1: Yeah, like you're looking at Seattle. That's the that's yeah, the one that's I'm circling the, right yeah. now.
0: And then the athletics, we expect Athletics.
1: God, late. We'll talk about they lost a big, big thing already with that, um, and, and the possibility if you're talking about Vegas, and uh-huh, Oakland, right. that distraction. So you really you're just circling Seattle. That's well, my main competition. We also
0: hope that there's a healthy Trout and the <laughs> Angels actually spend money. And there's always that hope. Let's hope. I know because God,
1: let's not waste this guy's career. I know
0: and Shohei's. But, but we got to see these guys opposed. If you season. look
1: at your, your the list that we got, I got in front of me. You're t- like you said, Grinky, Verlander, Carrera. We already know. Crayer's definitely gone. Granky says he wants to go to the NL team. Verlander's that question mark? Does he even pitch again? Does he want to try to sign for not cheap even a money? Factor. He wasn't even there this year. Um, they still got here. Uh, Gorell, you know, he has an option. And after that, yeah, like re- reliever Joe Smith and a bunch of no name guys. Mm-hmm. So you're not missing much. So the next thing which they say within the next 48 hours is going to be Dusty Baker's contract. His contract's mm-hmm. up. They said they definitely want to bring him back because what he to. did with that team. Right.
0: I think if you if you lose Dusty, you might lose a couple of other key guys, and it might not work out the way you're thinking it's going to. So if you think you're still in World Series contention, um, keep him around, get what you can, make it happen. Yeah. And like I said, and you can't be discouraged because you saw what you lost to because the Braves sure, certainly did it with what they had. Um, so you guys are in a good position if you if you ask me.
1: Yeah, especially thinking about two years ago, right before the season, the the fallout of the scandal. Yeah. You're firing your GM. Mm-hmm. You're firing your coach. You had to bring Dusty in to re- rectify the ship. Trash cans got confiscated. So, to <laughs> what you know, you yes, you went to four straight AL, and then you went back to the World Series. Unfortunately, you lost. The hitters didn't show up at the right time for you. But I think it's time to retool a little bit, make some adjustments, and ready to make another run because your window is now starting to shrink. Absolutely. If you're the Astros, you right. can't be this good for this long. And think that you're going to keep doing this unless your name is the Dodgers keep mm-hmm.
0: putting money into this. Well, and then at the same at the same breath, I mean, you can't keep expecting the Yankees to stop to not be making the playoffs consistently either. Um, so that you know, I'm just saying the competition's there. Everybody's getting better, and um, this is the time is now. You know. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of that, so now that we talked about the Astros, what is next for our championship Braves?
1: So you know, it's not like football where once you're you get that Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm like well i'm getting paid now i don't care about anything right you look at the names on the list of course a lot of them are the guys who they picked up but they technically have like a mutual option but the biggest one of course is freddie freeman yeah through the whole season you heard that they're not close and looks like it you know he might be testing the waters and so of course he said during um on the field that he you know, this that's has been Atlanta home. Yeah, since 2000, I think he said 12 at the Atlanta, the Gulf Coast Braves. That's the team. Um, So that means he's willing to work with them. You know, he wants to be a brave. He wants I, think, to be I brave. think he
0: even said that on field after the world. Yeah. Series. He said he wanted to be, he wants to be a brave yeah. forever. Um, So yeah, I, cause I
1: think Pedro asked him, cause you know, when they won the world series as mm-hmm. the Red Sox, he's like, I want to be Red Sox the rest of my career. Obviously that didn't Unfortunately, happen. Unfortunately business happened, but,
0: but that's, but that's also a pitcher, man. It's yeah. hard to stay there as a pitcher. Um, but i feel like the Braves should lock him up
1: especially you know last year mvp mm-hmm. this year what you took your team to the world series could have been a world won. series
0: mvp in my opinion he
1: was damn near close so
0: <laughs> i know i voted for him um
1: so you get freddie freeman Soler. does he or does he have that right especially now you think about it the whole zuna situation mm-hmm. what happens with that oh, as soon done and you, especially if they bring the dh you're looking at Solaire, like he could be a great DH, slash, an every other day, possibly outfielder, or he could be the guy that possibly could be the outfielder until Acuna is ready, because we figure he might miss the part of next season, the very early part.
0: Right. Um, it'd be nice to keep him around. He yeah. obviously did show up. What else you got?
1: Uh, let's see. Eddie Rosario, another okay. guy. Yeah, you know, he's free agent. Jock Peterson has a mutual option mm-hmm. for $10 million. That's a positive. of course Adam Duvall, you know, they brought him back this year. He has a mutual option at seven million. Um, other than that, you got like some, you know, lower level guys, nothing really, but those are the guys you looking at the, like okay. What do we bring back right. and so, stuff like that?
0: So in my opinion, you lock up Freddie Freeman for the long yes. term. You you make him a lifer. Uh, Jock Peterson. It'd be cool if you get him back, but if not, no big deal. There's plenty of outfielders, and you already have outfielders. Yes. um So, like you said, Solar could be a temporary thing until Acuna gets back. We don't know what we're going to do with the other guy, um azuna But uh, I think you guys are in a good position. um Obviously, you needed to put a little bit here and there, especially into the pitching. But if you get Soroka back, I'm not sure if he's going to yeah. be back.
1: Yeah, he should be. At, at, they're probably. I'm going to say mid season because it was a little late okay. in the season, his Achilles. But who knows. With medicine nowadays, he could be almost ready for well, the look, end of the season.
0: You know, you know I, I, we always say this every time, no matter what and team. unfortunately,
1: we, you know, with whole Charlie Morton breaking, but that should be right. cleared. Uh, with, yeah. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, every time we talk about a team, we always say they could always use pitching. I don't care what team it is, you can always use more pitching. So, um, and that was our concern going into this. We thought, hey, their pitching isn't the greatest in the world. That's why they can get hit, and they're going to have to keep their offense out there. Um, so maybe you get some pitching solidified. Um, but other than that, man, um, you showed us that you can do it, especially in the division where I feel this yeah. tough. Especially um, if
1: you think about like, for example, Austin Riley. Yeah. Two years ago, a lot of the Braves fans were ready to give up on him. Like mm-hmm. like remember, he didn't make the roster. I remember Tamara Lee, like, oh, like he didn't win the job. And <laughs> now look at him. He's almost like your like your guaranteed third baseman now. Like your team's solid. You look at the whole infield, especially if you re-lock up Freddie Freeman. Your infield set. Yeah. And then your outfield when Acuna gets back. And then you have the other young – Outfield's not hard to plug and play, I don't it's think. It's not. And then I think you have Darno for, I think, one more year. If I remember correctly, it was a three-year deal. So you have him for one more year. Of course, you see what Max Freds, of course, still mm-hmm. was a rookie. Morton um, is under – he signed extension. So you have him for, I think, two more years. Soroka will be back. Your core is like I solid. said; they're
0: in a good situation, very yeah. good. So they're not bad, and and like I said, the pieces that might be missing are easily replaceable. So I'm, I'm not I'm not too upset with what they're doing. Um, I think they're good to go, man.
1: Yeah, and then suddenly pull like so. You think about it. Like I said, last season they're at 130 million. You have plenty of money. Yeah, especially if, if the cap goes up. If, um, well, yeah, if the salary tax rumored, you know, one eighty to two hundred. So on paper, right now. Yeah, they have a hundred and thirty million on paper.
0: Yeah, and and if you said it's a what one year deal for one one year deal for ten million for Jock Peterson, that's, that's yeah, a mutual option. I yeah. mean, that's easy. That's that's cake. That's not even expensive these days. So that's a that's a lockup if you want it. Um, yeah, I think they're in a good position. The only thing I think they need to tighten up on is more pitching, um, and maybe even a backup pitcher.
1: Yeah, like well, the, yeah, you know it's. It's hard. No matter what, we talk about how Dodgers, it's hard to repeat. <laughs> like, it really is. Like, yes, oh. you had great. You got that perfect run. I'm
0: not saying they're repeating. I got my my eye set on the Mets, but let's talk about it.
1: No, but you think about, you know, like the, what is it? The way, like, okay, they are really, their core is great. You know, they make that run. Remember, Giants, they did every th- every other year, so.
0: Well, as long as they don't end up, like, doing what the Nationals did and just let everybody go.
1: Right, that, two years later, so. But it's you know, I think right off the back, I think the odds coming out, if I've if I saw correctly, is of course Dodgers are at the very top of the list. Gotta
0: be, man. Gotta be. In my opinion, the <laughs> best trade ever well in the last you know, couple years has gotta be Max Scherzer and Trey Turner to the Dodgers. How do y'all even let that happen? So I'm saying they should be good for a couple years. Yeah. They well. gotta be. You know they have a
1: lot of people they got to resign and stuff, but even
0: if they don't, I don't care who's left. They're good. They're still good. It's it's crazy. Yeah. If you just think about it, I'm saying up and down, I could I could like the whole roster is probably just like 40 man's probably deep. I'm just saying, man, they are probably 50 deep.
1: Yeah, especially <sighs> if they can get you know Max Scherzer back. Yeah,
0: and I feel like he wants to be. back. I think
1: so. I think he likes the warm weather. You know, he wants I, to win titles. He's,
0: his team is good. When you're a pitcher and you got tons of backup, yeah, man yeah yeah you're good you're in a good situation um so yeah what are the odds you said the the dodgers are up there
1: yeah i think dodgers and astros i'm almost certain was second
0: really yeah the astros yeah i would even not though, have had them second
1: yeah you know even though like we're almost certain carrera is walking
0: i would have had them like third or fifth third or fourth in, in the uh in the al i think i would have had i'd probably have somebody from the al east like two teams at least ahead of them why is my lane not working I think um, I'm not sure what the odds are exactly, but I would af- absolutely have the Yankees above the Astros, I th- um, possibly even the Red Sox or Tampa Bay too. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like those all those teams are good. Um, if I
1: remember, Mets were a little down there,
0: and, I'm, and it's okay.
1: When I when I saw, them, like, what's the odds right now? The worst <laughs> we can already figure who's the worst? Detroit? Nope. Orioles? Yep. Yeah. Well, Orioles you know. and Arizona. Oh, uh,
0: so I guess the only reason the Orioles are probably worse than Detroit is because the division's tough. Uh, Detroit could skate by, um, but we don't expect anything from them either. You know, it's sad, but All right, they're in that conversation, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, very unfortunate. All right, so this is Caesar Book. Dodgers are plus plus five 550. Astros second at plus 700. Braves are third with plus 900. Yankees are fourth with plus 1,000. Then it goes White Sox, Tampa Bay, Giants, Red Sox, okay. Padres. Okay. Uh, then it goes Brewers, Blue Jays, Mets, Cardinals, Phillies.
0: What are the Mets odds?
1: Mets are plus 2000 right now. Okay, that's not terrible. Um,
0: who's 10,000?
1: <laughs> so the very very bottom is Orioles at 20,000. Same thing with the Diamondbacks. Rain, Texas is at 15. Yeah. Pirates are 12 uh 50, well 12,500. Okay. Then above 10,000 it goes Cubs in Detroit, Minnesota Royals. Rockies and Miami all plus eight thousand. Nationals are up there at plus six, and then you got the Guardians, <laughs> Angels, Seattle. Okay. That's a little low for Seattle, I think. But I'm, well, because like, they're sleeping on them. Still. Yeah, we
0: got they got to prove themselves.
1: So well, you know, and then Reds at plus four thousand and Oakland look, plus. Look, 4, we're not
0: saying Seattle's not going to be good next year, but when the whole thing, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, they, that's they, a stretch. they could pull Braves and make those couple trades. They trains. could. They could. They might not even need to. They're doing good things, right? And now that they got Griffey on their side, um, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Griffey, owner, you know, all right, you know, well, sprinkle in you know, his magic.
0: I think the odds are pretty solid. I mean, yeah, this is kind of what you expect. Yeah, you know,
1: Dodgers were heavy favorites after last year, of course, winning the title, and they're heavy favorites this year. And I like the what the thing. Giants
0: are doing, man. I, I really do. So I, I'm, I like that they're up there too. I don't care for the Astros being better. I thought this year was great, but I don't think they're going to be the same team. Yeah,
1: like you said, look on paper who they're losing. They're arguably losing their best player. Right. Arguably top 10 player in MLB. And their division's getting better every year. I'm like, wow. Like you think, I understand they're not losing
0: much. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's a big guy to lose. In the last two years, they did surprise us as well. But that's not the point. The point is everybody around them is getting better as well. And they're not getting better. They're getting a little bit worse. So, yeah, I I think that uh, the odds are a little heavy on their side for right now. But it's probably going to get worse, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, Um,
1: speaking of Giants, this is some news that's breaking not long before I headed over here to record the (laughs) podcast. And it's kind of shocking. Especially it after what shocking. season yes. he had last year. Yeah.
0: So if you guys haven't heard um, Buster Posey plans to retire, He, I think he might announce it tomorrow.
1: tomorrow Source has told the athletic that he isn't going to announce his retirement tomorrow. So I'm like, wow. After, you're, I think when he batted just over 300 this season.
0: Right. And, you know, it's crazy because, um, you know, a couple of years ago when he got injured pretty badly, I was we like, thought, OK, okay got to go to first could, base. Right. And, know, and, he, and he, he kind of slowed down a little bit. But this season was great. Like I was not year expecting. year off last year yeah. because of
1: COVID, he decided not to play, like maybe it rejuvenated him. I mean. And he, then maybe that's also causing it, too. The year he was home with his wife and young kids. Right. He's and already
0: he's already proved himself. It's you know, not like 12
1: years, you know, technically really 10 years of playing because two years of injuries. And then, well, one year of injury and then one year of COVID last year missing.
0: Right. But and you know, what? Mm. you know, another thing could contribute to it is he's been a catcher for his whole career. And those guys, their knees their legs, they go out quicker. That's why they always transition to first base. Maybe he's like, look, I'm beat up. I've done what I had to do. It's time to be chilling at home.
1: Maybe he don't want to take someone's job at first base. I, I can't remember who plays first base for them.
0: Yeah, but at the same – well, and he, I guess he doesn't want to go and be a DH unless that becomes a thing. Um, but, yeah, so he's been with the Giants his whole career. He's like he's like the face of the Giants, basically. Three titles. Uh, three World Series champions. That's 10, 12, and 14. If you don't know, they ran the even numbers in, in the early 2000s and 2010s. Rookie he, of the year. He's a rookie of the year. He's a seven-time All-Star, um, and he was an All-Star this season. Come yes. on, man. So, yeah, think about that. MVP. Uh, MVP in 2012. He's a gold glove winner of 2016. He's got four silver sluggers. Um, he's the two-time Wilson Defensive Player of the Year in 15 and 16, 2 times Fielding Bible Award, Hank Aaron Award, comeback player award of 2012 and 2021. Come on, man. National batting champion of 2012, Gold Spikes winner, and Dick Hauser trophy. So he's got quite a rap sheet. Yeah. I think he thinks – that he's the shoe in for the Hall of Fame. So what else does he have to prove?
1: Uh, and it's going to be an interesting topic here in five years. <laughs> it will be. Because Assuming if you look he on does. paper, if he does announce it officially tomorrow, if you look on paper, he barely has 1,500 hits. Yeah. In 10 years. And there's only been two other pitchers. You know, Catchers are very rare in the Hall of Fame. There's only 16 right now. And you look at. There's only I think two people that's in the Hall of Fame with less hits, mm-hmm. so you got to take in that, and then of course you know you do. But the MVP and everything, I feel like it's going to be that long wait possibly for the Hall of Fame. A lot of people are saying he's a shoe in first year. It depends on It depends he's a on the votes. First like year, it's going to be very interesting how people are votes. Look,
0: look I get it. Fifteen hundred hits is kind of lacking, but he's a defensive guy. Yeah, um, and he's been injured. I get it. But if you look at what he's done and compare him to other catchers.
1: I I'm, think he's pretty solid, man. I'm thinking he
0: might have to wait at least five years. And let's not forget, he also has a gold in the World Baseball Classic. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, you know, you look at a resume, I like it. I do, too. I mean, I, obviously. He's, I was,
1: if he's going to get enough.
0: I know. He's obviously going to be in the San Francisco Hall of Fame. Now, um,
1: if the votes were more of a younger crowd, which eventually it's going to start turning the baseball writers for the Hall of Fame younger because as the older guys, the ones that, you know, don't want to vote no one in the first year and stuff start to fortunately expire but um then that could change here in five years where he could get real close first year and get second or he might barely get over that threshold to get in his first year yeah it's gonna be very interesting most thing when five years if he does retire is that early vote when we start seeing those come back and get you know publicly shared what's percentage and if it's a high percentage and you're like okay
0: and then, yes, it could possibly be it. So, okay. I mean, yeah, he's 34. Um, he's walking away from $22 million if he retires. And they're wanting to negotiate for a multi-year deal. I know. And, but that's what I'm saying. So he's a the young guy. I, I think it has to be the family. It must I be. I think he enjoyed himself. So does he So does he even care about the Hall of Fame? Because, like I said, if if he wanted to make a case for himself, that multi-year contract sounds good. I'm thinking like a four- or five-year deal with options, um, and that would give him enough time to break 2,000-plus hits.
1: And then it makes me wonder like, does he want to take some time off while his kids are young? I guess. Then when they get a little older, he might get back into coaching. Yeah. He might dabble, maybe, or just be a scout or something close to baseball. Maybe he just wants to enjoy life right now. He made some money. Yeah. He had a great career. He's he happy, had he's comfortable. Career. Right. It's it's bigger than baseball. He wants to enjoy life with his three young kids and his wife, enjoy their time now. It's his happiness.
0: You know, I, And I agree, man. And if you look at his war numbers, um, his war is a 44.9. That's That's high. 16th all-time a catcher. Yeah. Um, and with fewer games than some guys. So I, you know what, man? I think he has a good case. I
1: think he does. Like I said, I and doubt my, first year. When I, when I saw a bunch of people today, like Africa now, is like, our first year at battle, I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's going to get close. It's, it's not going to be first year. And it's going to be that great debate. But
0: he's definitely not going to be dragged along like uh, Barry Bonds and people like yeah. that. I think he gets in.
1: I think he does. Eventually, I, not first year.
0: Well, it's fine. he, I mean, yeah, he don't care. about your that. Hall of
1: Fame, but right. you know, but some people out there like he's a sure end. I'm like, ah, we think there's a lot of sure ends that fall short.
0: I thought Mike Piazza was a sure end, and it wasn't a given. It, it was like a, a couple a, years. We had, we had to pray on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so nothing's a given, especially the way his career played out. But I do think he's going to be in there. I think, and, he, and I think like, he
1: earned it. You know, the year, what would happen, and maybe. Oh, I could say the same for Griffey. Oh
0: god, <laughs>
1: the whole career, and then of course uh, I, I'm not taking too much of a wash last year. You know, 60 games, mm-hmm. like what his offensive numbers would have been for that short season. You know, not significant but, enough and, to. But also, think with his hits goes on, he has less than 200 home runs.
0: Yeah, just less. And, I mean, not too too much
1: less. So it's like if you look at those numbers. If you just showed the stat line, not knowing he's a catcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, well, what is this? Well,
0: maybe if he was a shortstop or something. Yeah, you're like, wow. Um, But his average
1: is up there. Yeah, he's got 304 average. And I think I saw a stat before I came over here that if this is it, Mm -hmm. he's like one of like, I think, less than five players who have hit 300 their last season before retiring. Cool. I'm like, that's a good stat to have very few names to have that because you people will try to write it out and oh yeah to the very end like oh i batted 150 and yes. i was like oh that's it yeah <laughs>
0: call me chris davis um <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if it isn't congratulations no you know, yeah buster great, a great career we'll see your next adventure is this one this next one if you follow us on tiktok i made a video already about this but man this came out left field real quick because <laughs> well, we yeah, talked we about last we were we week. Talking we were talking about, about Billy Bean and stuff. and all the stuff. Like you know, I'm wondering what you know. Padres are doing. They're doing the due Do diligence, interviewing a bunch of people. Well, they got permission to interview Bob Melvin, and I think that deal got done so quick.
0: Well, yeah. Why wouldn't it? Think about it. Yes, you've been with the Oakland A's, and you're the guy. But Slam Diego and the team they got there. You got to be excited about that.
1: Yeah, 11 years as the. Oakland A's manager and every player loves you. You know everyone. You hear such great things. Now you're gonna have he wants the to payroll, win. the talent. That's what I'm saying. He wants And to the win. resources. This is going to be a very, very dangerous team now with yeah. Melvin at the helm.
0: I think he's. I think it's something he can get excited about. He's like, look, I've been here for a decade. We haven't come close. You guys don't like spending money. I mean, I know we're playing the numbers game in this and that, but it's not working out in his favor right now. So he's going to go to a team that's exciting to watch. We talk about them quite often. They got a nickname of Slam Diego. Yes, they had an off year, but they still can bring it bring it together, and they can compete. So I expect good things. What shocked me the most about this happening was that you
1: know Melvin technically had an option with Oakland. Okay. So they had to give permission for him to interview, and they did, and it all happened. They could easily had to trade his rights, <laughs> to, but they let him go for free.
0: Isn't that something?
1: I'm like, excuse me, you should have got at least a B-level prospect for this guy. At least. I'm like, you're going to give this guy to ultimately – Within a year or two, possibly win a World Series with this team of how this lineup is stacked.
0: Yeah, I think I need prospects in, in return. Something. Something. I need like something. You're
1: losing one of the best managers right now for nothing that you could arguably got something for.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking two of the top ten prospects you got in your division. Your... Especially
1: Padres, one of the best farm teams. Exactly. You guys don't need there's them. someone that you could wibble down the list, like, oh, I'll take him for exactly. the rights for Bob Melvin. And they probably probably not sure here. So why
0: him. so why do you think they let him go then? I don't know. You know Billy I think not, saving money. Billy B's not dumb.
1: I don't think Billy Bean had a choice. Okay. I think this is ownership to get ready for either the Vegas move, or they're trying to save money so they can build a new stadium and stuff. Or
0: maybe he got told that they are going to move and he's not and he didn't like that he didn't like Vegas, or they were just saying you're not going to be part of the team when we move, huh?
1: Huh? I think it's been building, especially last year after like you know losing Marcus Simeon when you could offer him a qualifying offer and he probably would have took it because ultimately what he took for the one year deal and and you only offer him a one-year $12 Yeah, I think he's like, I can't win with this. It's a good idea to get your prospects. They have a great farm team. You need to find these guys, but I can't pull a solid team every year with these guys you're not letting me keep. So he decided to go, and it worked out, and I can't wait to see what he does in San Diego. It's going to be a very interesting thing. So
0: All right. Well, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ha- seeing how things pan out, this is hilarious. <laughs> uh, seems like the Cleveland Guardians, uh, not so fast. Uh, their name change could be on hold as they are currently being sued by a roller derby team. Yeah. So I remember when the Guardians
1: name came out. And of course, we all joked about it here, <laughs> here, and everywhere. But like I think a week later, when like did someone not do research? And I'm like, what do you mean? I literally went online, clevelandguardians.com, <laughs> and it was a roller derby site. They I'm have, like,
0: they have their own website that takes you directly to them? Yes. They That's own not the good.
1: website, they own the, the name. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, first thing, I'm like, okay, wow, who, A, who, who's dumb to this i'm like b i hope they already purchased this and everything and got this deal done
0: and it looks just like the guardians <laughs> what is going on here did you see the 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 yes the logo yes. it's the guardians this yes. is crazy somebody <laughs> is getting fired um so how do you spend money on getting logos and stuff made and all this and you don't even realize there's a team with your name
1: so i was like okay i want to know how much this is going to cost the team if it not already did well, you no know, season went on, you know, didn't think nothing of it until about, I think it was later last week or something. Well, they sued the, the Cleveland Guardians, sued the Cleveland Guardians baseball team to stop the use of the name. Man. Because technically they own all the rights and everything and, and it, they have not signed anything over.
0: And what's nuts is that <laughs> it looks just like the Indians new logo and, and everything. It's like the same thing what is happening here is it reminds me of uh spirit fingers or whatever it's like just <laughs> so, man yeah this is not good it's not um i don't think the indians have any leverage in this situation well, I, like what do we pay. call them
1: now like you know they said after the season was over they're not the Indians anymore. more they're now the guardians
0: Ooh, that's not good
1: and now like what are you now
0: You're You're being sued to stop the name. You technically do not own the rights for that copyright. The team with no name. If I was the actual Cleveland Guardians, I would make them pay hefty amount of money, give all that money to my players, and uh, tell them we're going to keep our name, too. I don't know, Because their goal, because
1: they have not had the league in like two years because of COVID, their goal was to start up early 2022, and now all this happened, and now I'm like, what do you do? And his team's been around forever.
0: The Cleveland Indians, or whatever they're going to call themselves, need to figure this out. They're going to have to pay.
1: This is the Cleveland baseball team it, we're talking it, I, about now. I think
0: I think this ends up getting settled. Cleveland gets the name, um, but these guys get paid pretty handsomely. It has to be.
1: You think you know how much money they probably have to pay out now, and they can probably build a new roller derby. They're build a whole stuff, arena, probably. Uh, yeah, like. um,
0: I'm, I, I'm assuming they're going to get nothing less than $10 million If you million. I mean, honestly, I'm just thinking of the Jock Peterson contract one year. You guys are going to have to pay them something pretty high, and these guys are all going to be rich. I don't know who owns this thing, but... Um, it's, it's not a good look it's not i don't know if you guys, uh, you guys aren't gonna be able to see it but this is funny man the I'll, cleveland guardian i'll try to screenshot logo, it but we it gotta put it side by side i want to put them side by side see what the new logo is what does the new logo look like it's like here is oh the baseball God.
1: team logo and here's the roller derby team logo it's like
0: what were you thinking
1: like you're telling me no one in your department well i guess they didn't learn their lesson or follow what washington football team's doing where they have a team that's literally doing this like you rush this so quickly because when they announced it they announced in the off season that they're gonna do this i don't know man if i remember correct. or like no it was during the 2020 limited season <laughs> yeah like it's terrible
0: uh, man, this is crazy
1: but <laughs> I don't
0: know. You guys but it's it. it's oh you're telling no one huh. just
1: googled the, simple, the wonderful thing that we have search. called google cleveland guardians
0: and it took it took a whole twenty seconds. I mean, we just found out you can't be the guardians in five seconds. How come you can't do that? Uh, put us on payroll, by the way, because uh, we're going to help you guys out. I can't, I can't <laughs> believe this, man. This is funny. It is like,
1: and you know, so now it's wondering, like,
0: man, man, oh man. If
1: this gets prolonged, what do you call yourself next year?
0: Um, Cleveland baseball team. That's <laughs> all that's what I'm thinking. Like <laughs> Washington the football team, Cleveland <laughs> baseball team. Here we go. Right, uh, it's man. Like,
1: do we take back Indians now, or do we? What, what do we do? Or do, do no? Do, do you want to throw spiders up there real quick? And we, <laughs> uh, I, I,
0: if I had to guess, they can go back to their old name, the Caps or something. What was it? Oh, you was told they? the old old yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it was like Cleveland Caps. Um. Oh, Naps. The Naps. The Napsack or something. I don't know what that is, but yeah. Uh, good job, guys. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> that's epic fail. You know, <laughs> multi million dollar, almost probably billion dollar team. Let's well, not do our research correctly.
0: Let's speak about more fails this season.
1: Uh, I don't know if I'm ready. Still talked about this one, the season that could from our good old boy Jacob Degrom. Yep. You know, you know he he came out, you know, talking to the Mets beat writer for MLB that he feels like he let the team down. I know, and he takes a lot of responsibility for the letdown stuff. Like, dude, he, he thinks
0: he thinks he, that our our. Uh, are, are downward spirals because he wasn't on the team and it very well could be
1: yes like we're um, like unfortunately we're missing you every five days yeah like and, yes
0: and when we were in those ruts where we were losing a lot we could have used de degrom
1: yeah so you know he said you just see how it affects everyone else when he's asked on the telephone last week you know it's like man I should be out there playing I should be out there taking ball every fifth day it's just so frustrating i definitely was frustrated it it was one of those things that I just couldn't get rid of it, you know. So the issues like what you know, what could it be and stuff, you know. I take a lot of responsibility. For the Mets falling short, Degrom said. I'm not running out there every fifth day. I feel like I can't help the team win. So going down, not being able to be out there and pitch, it's definitely a letdown for me. It's also a letdown for my team. So I do take a lot of responsibility for that.
0: Look. In my opinion, you do not need to say you take responsibility for it because the weight is not all on your shoulders. Yes, you're the best pitcher we have. Yes, we do count on you, but that's not the point. The point is, is you got too much weight on your shoulders. You gotta, just go out there and do your job. Yeah. Don't worry about carrying the Mets. They got to have your back. Jagram, De- 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 I think he's got too much pressure on himself. I think so. I think you just need to relax. Go out there, do your thing pitch what you do that's how we get back to our Cy Young status um and yeah he said that he thinks he re-injured his arm in an MRI machine yeah he said that the way he was propped up you know um I don't know if that's true or not but yeah you can't you can't take blame for everything
1: if you think about of course the last two seasons he has missed time because his neck his lat his back shoulder forearm and of course elbow issues um but yeah he thought the MRI in Pittsburgh when they got done um Experienced a little bit of soreness in his right forearm. At first, he thought a little bit, but then when the Mets resumed it a week later in Pittsburgh, the feeling was still feeling discomfort. Um, but he said the MRI showed nothing more than a mid, you know, forearm strain. Then his arm discomfort spread from his forearm to his elbow. In the ensuing days, he believed now that the position of his arm in the MRI tube to lay on his stomach with his elbow raised above his head for almost an hour. Probably, you know, the issue a little more. I honestly think that that is what aggravated it. He said, and then two weeks after the test, and you know, in Pittsburgh, Degrom went to follow MRI, showed inflamed UCLL, and of course, the whole thing partially tear. Then he said it's fine. Then, you know, the fourth MRI in less than two months, it came clean, so he started throwing, but the Mets by then was out of it, and they just shut him down for the yeah, rest man, of the I season. I told
0: you he wasn't looking good when he was out there in his last couple starts. I was like, something's off. Um, and sure enough, it is, man. Uh, I just want him to get healthy, pitch a great season when he gets back, um, and hopefully we get other guys back like Noah guard and whoever else we're missing. I just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's if we're not uh losing anybody in off season. I'm not sure about that right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. So you know, back. we'll see
1: what happens, and then, you know, the next thing with Mets is our Mets is the front office still. Yeah,
0: man, we still can't <laughs> find anybody to fill these spots. What's going on?
1: So they officially came out that um our interim GM this year Scott will not return to the team after the DUI. The DUI. They're still waiting for the court date, but they're like they decided to just go ahead. And clean slated.
0: i get it It's pretty um, sad though because he was partying at cohen's house i think yeah it was a, it was a um <laughs> you know charity that, thing that's kind of sucky yeah um but you know what this just proves um based off of this and then the recent henry ruggs uh situation you guys just need to call ubers call, somebody needs to, the team needs to facilitate whatever well, you're going i don't know is, like the ruggs
1: situation nfl has the thing where they will come pick you up 24 7 so why are they taking advantage of this i don't know like especially nowadays with Uber and everything, it's just insane of the risk and the stupidness that people are taking.
0: Right, that one decision just changed the whole life of of two of people, two people and their families. Yeah, well, yeah, three people because his girlfriend too was in a car. You know, um, oh wow. Uh, well.
1: Uh, Past, yeah, the pastor. Yeah,
0: she's a college athlete. I think she's she plays volleyball, but she, I mean, she's okay too. I think, but I'm just saying, like everybody involved has just been changed, and now you went from this guy who could possibly be a star, to now you're going to be starting to you know, climb, right. and you're
1: looking anywhere from two to twenty years. Uh, and it's
0: the same thing with these these uh you know these CEOs and these uh, baseball guys. Like, look, guys, if you're going to go party, be responsible because you have to think about the team, yourself, and everybody else around you. It just just doesn't make sense. Um, Now the guy's been suspended and he lost his job. So now what? You know, it's just a lot going on. But anyways, the Mets still need to fill these spaces. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So it's like we're still looking at the president of baseball operations. They're now saying they're more turning their idea or, like, their thoughts on um, the GM role more. Because, you know, the World Series is over now. I think we're days away from tackling the GM meetings, and we don't have a GM so it's like I guess Sandy's gonna have to go to that. Like And like, is it because of
0: Sandy? Do people not like him?
1: No, um I know the guy they, they reached out to for the twins, I'm thinking on the top of my head, he said nothing in Sandy, I would love to go there, but I think personally for my growth, I need to stay here. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people hearing, like, you know, I'm willing to stay. They've reached out to, you know, Cubs, Dodgers. I think was a Giants? <laughs> a lot of names have been well, thrown out well, there. It, and,
0: it, it, yeah, and it makes me think of um, you know something you said last last season. I think um, maybe we need to look into getting somebody from the Rays organization. <laughs> I think they, we should have the sure, whole
1: before scenario with um, God, what was our GM before the the, the man the what is it the agent turned GM the guy that we had <laughs> I can't remember his name already. We had a chance to get the runner-up was with the Rays, which now, of course, he is the president of baseball operations with the Red Sox. Mm. Like we could have had the guy already, and just could have you know switched teams. Sandy became his boss, and it'd been just a rap, But
0: oh, I think one of the names was thrown around, uh, Peter Bendix. He's a VP of baseball development for the Rays. Um, he's already been kind of linked with the Mets. Um, but like you said, I mean, they they obviously know what they're doing over there um obviously there's a lot of good teams i mean what about uh i don't know i I just know that the mets have positions open and for some reason it's feeling like it's hard to fill them when we have an exciting team man
1: yeah very exciting team um so of course you know they reach out to red Sox so they can interview their assistant all general manager um ferrera of course is the female that Mm -hmm. There. Wiley you know, the ownership in Boston love her to death. Mm -hmm. So if that is a possibility, that is looking really good. Um, of course, Brewers, they're all their people have turned down. So it's it's gotta get like you think of this week. This is the week you probably need to find one of these positions because the off season has started. You know, yeah, this is time, like the timelines will be quick. Like technically As of midnight last night, with the season technically being over, we have everyone's free agents whose contract was up. Mm -hmm. So now it's time to start building these teams, thinking about next year. Of course, the CBA is kind of overall heads kind of scenario, but they need to come quick. I hope they're, you know, maybe patiently, you know, they've reached out to Billy Bean and stuff like that, and it was looking good, but then they turned them down. So it's... It's getting frustrating a little bit as a Mets fan, but maybe this is the patient way to find the guy, and we'll see, and hopefully the news is soon. So, speaking of off-season, you know, the dates are coming up, like you said. So, this week, the qualifying offers have to be issued. Okay. Then, of course, um, free agency technically begins the next day on November 8th. On the 17th, qualifying offer decisions due. Technically, on December 2nd, the CBA expires, possibly lockout. Mm-hmm. Arbitration-eligible <laughs> tenders are due on the 2nd of December. The Rule 5 draft, of course, during the winter meetings on the 8th of December. Arbitration figures filed on, of course, January 14th. And then 15th, the international window officially opens for MLB. So if you're thinking, you're looking at you know, what people are out there for qualifying offer – Freeman is technically eligible for the qualifying offer, which is going to be lower than what he made last year. So that's not going to happen. Absolutely not. Um, Boston, JD Martinez. That's if he opts out. I don't think that's going to happen. Us, uh, uh Nick Castellanos. If he opts out, he can receive the qualifying offer. White Sox, Rendon. You know, that comeback season he had, okay. that might be looking. Colorado, you think story is going to happen. And then John Gray. Uh, of course, Houston, with Carrera.
0: You're saying we think that Story's going to get a qualifying offer?
1: These are the people who are eligible for <laughs> okay. qualifying offer.
0: I feel like from what I've you know, the swirlings are going I around. I think they're going to do it, and then he's going to deny it. He's going to go to the Yankees. <laughs> That's what he like.
1: So at least, you know, Colorado's willing to get that draft okay. pick conversation. Sure, sure. Uh, Carrera for Houston, we knew that was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dodgers have, of course, Corey Seager, Chris Taylor, and Curtin Clayshaw. All can be qualified and offered.
0: Man, what do you do there? Um,
1: Of course, Mets have Conforto and Syndergaard. Oh, man. Um, uh, Brandon Belt for Giants. And, of course, the uh, Blue Jays have Ray, Simeon, and Steven Matz.
0: Okay, man. So, yeah, with all those names you just mentioned, I feel like some of these teams that we've been talking about. Um,
1: Top of my head as you think about it, Rendon, I think he would accept it if. He reached out because mm-hmm. think he got nothing last season. You know, he's not going to get $18 million after a great season.
0: Yeah.
1: Of course, I think Syndergaard will take it. Conforto's on that borderline. Yeah. Would you take it not? Seeger, no. Taylor, possibly, but I don't think they'll offer it, Taylor.
0: I think he can get paid somewhere. I
1: think he can get paid, but I don't think it's going to be $18 million a year. Uh, he only depends. got, I think, eight, I think, last year, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, but mm, okay, we'll see. And,
1: and, when, like, and then Freeman, I don't think they offer it to them because I think they feel like the deal could get done. Mm-hmm. So It's got to get done. And then, uh, I don't know, like Toronto, you think about, you look, you know, Cy Young, you know, Ray, possibly, you know, Simeon, his great year, and Matt's, like they all had decent years, but do you offer that to any of them to try just in case they uh, leave?
0: I guess it depends on where you're going because um, the Blue Jays were looking good. Um, it, it depends on how they believe in their team. I mean, but yeah, I honestly think I think if, like I said, Rendon,
1: Syndergaard, if they're offered, I think they're both taking everyone else on that list. I think they'd probably reject it, or they might not even get offered.
0: And that's what I'm saying. This is fine, because if they do, we just talked about plenty of teams who could be looking for some replacements. And if you switch it up like that with some of these big-name guys um we could be talking about different things like like just imagine like conforto healthy going to the astros or something i don't mean i'm just saying there's there's like things that could be switching up the game a lot that we're not thinking about yeah um especially like with when it comes to um like oakland trying to get better things like that or even the angels i mean if the angels put a little bit of money into them we don't know yeah and i think pitching pitching is key yeah and you know top my list you know
1: stroman it's gonna be that one of the hot names, especially after his year and stuff. And Robbie Ray, he's not gonna get no crazy deal, but he proved himself. But and then this offseason it's weird because of the CBA. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't what know what's exactly like? <laughs> is there what? gonna be like rumored of a floor minimum? Mm. Is there gonna be that is the what is it, the um luxury tax shrink like some people are hearing? No deal has been offered or anything, but you some things you think MLB should change, you know. Mm-hmm. The team control sh- most likely are g- the players are going to be looking for team control to be shrunken, to probably from six years, you know, reduced to probably like five. Who knows? A soft cap, you know, is further softened. You know, a spending floor is established. Like we're hearing a hundred million dollar, you know, floor. You have to spend. Yeah. Um. The minimum salaries are increased for rookie players. That's going to probably have to happen if you're going to have a minimum salary, and then maybe minimum salaries based on your experience. There's no more oh, minor league deal for a million dollars, but you've played the league this long. Maybe that salary is going to be minimum more. Um, and then you're thinking about what LCBA people are going to want, DH. Pitching clock might be involved somehow. Um, there's numbers, you know, things out there that the CBA could get hitched on and
0: stuff. Yeah, we really won't know until they, they try to sort Like the, I, I really stuff hope out.
1: there's like a someone here within the next week or two sends an offer to one of them so we can see at least – what's what they're working on what they're close on like what you what people are hearing Mm -hmm. because we don't hear nothing right now yeah nothing. you're talking about we're a month away from possible lockout we don't know like the work stoppage you know if if it's right when spring training's supposed to report so it's like it's weird like how does that mess up this free agent class's money (laughs) like it's gonna be interesting i cannot wait to watch to see when the first deal gets done of course i think we had one small trade already but it's not a no free agency deal. Like when right. you're here next week, when technically free agency opens, mm-hmm. I kind of want to wait and see if, if teams are calling players and see what they're wondering and what they're wishing. Of course, if there's any indication of last year, free agency started what late as hell. I felt like, mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't hear anything until January almost of these players starting to sign, especially the big guys. Right. I think, what is it? We had a couple of trades. I remember the Josh bell, you know, trade right for Christmas. So I'm like, okay, you got a little Christmas tree, but that than that, like, <laughs> Frazier was quiet the whole month. Of usually, winter meetings was like your first big signing. You know, you're there shaking hands, press conference. Last year, you didn't see that, so I'm almost certain you probably won't see it this year with the CBA expiring. So it's Unlikely gonna be a, it's gonna be a weird offseason. season. Of course, we'll get the Hall of Fame vote. You know, what January ish. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, later this month we'll get all the season the the season awards ceremony, the Cy Youngs and stuff. in a couple weeks um but yeah the cba and everything this will be a weird all season (laughs) i can't wait to see what happens
0: hopefully they come to some agreement
1: i hope so too and i hope it makes me some more interesting especially bringing the dh to the nl but yeah i think that is it we will catch y'all next time peace hey thank you for checking out this episode if you want to hear more please like share and subscribe this podcast with your friends. If you want more, even more content, please go check out our Instagram and our YouTube channel, The Beanball Podcast. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.